0: up everybody welcome to another episode of the playstation report i'm frank and joining me as always tyler tyler how you doing i am okay how are you oh i am uh i'm enjoying having a weekend yeah <laughs> oh god it feels like she- the first time in forever that i've had a real weekend
1: <laughs> you had to do uh 12 hour shifts yes i was
0: i was on 12s this week uh, it sucked, but I'm making that, making fat stacks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. But yeah, uh, trying to find time to play video games when you're working 12 hours a day, not right. good. It's yeah. not, it's not a thing that you really can, can do in a healthy way. <laughs> yeah. Um. You
1: probably just want to come home and go to sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it's, yeah, considering that, um, Yeah. I don't have much time to do other than other stuff than uh, take a shower, eat, and sleep. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, which means that my room is a fucking mess right now, mm. and I need to clean that later today. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 back to a normal week next week. Uh, so, well, actually, it's only four days. I get Friday off because yep. of uh, yep. Independence Day being on Saturday. Yep. So yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh Tyler, what what's you been what have you been up to? Um,
1: just kinda hanging about. Um well, I went to we went to York yesterday to uh just go to a couple places and um everybody see, just about everybody I was surprised because like York has been uh green. In Pennsylvania for a while, so a lot more things are open, and all this stuff. I was I was pleasantly surprised how many people had their mask on and were kind of following the rules, which is mm-hmm. nice. But also, the the fucking city was just dead. It was it was kind of crazy. Um, and like, we went to this one part of town, and there was just no one out. And we were there last year, and it was pretty pretty popping. So seems like even if you're able to go out and do whatever, um, that maybe a lot of people still don't mm. want to. Um,
0: I'll tell you, I saw just driving through Lancaster. I saw a lot of people who apparently just think this whole thing is over.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen a number of people in Lancaster that way. And yeah, it's fucking stupid to think that this thing's over because, At least in some other states, it is far from over.
0: Mm, Um, Just like 9,000 new cases in Florida in one day. Yes. (laughs) Unbelievable. And they're supposed to be starting up
1: sports there. (laughs) I know. I know. It's it's insane. I, I just, like, even still, I'm just like, how? How the fuck is there so many cases just on the rise in some of these places? Just like, no one gives a fuck. And how could you not? It just blows my mind, man. Seriously insane. But at least hopefully where we live, hopefully PA will be all right.
0: Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. But, you know, judging by what I've seen out there, personally, I feel like a lot of people just, I don't know, they they don't seem to understand that just because it's reopening doesn't mean, like, you don't have to fucking be safe out there.
1: Right, exactly. Just because your county went green doesn't mean you don't have to wear a mask anymore. The, the whole mask thing just makes me so mad. I, I just, I cannot believe it's a political issue in this country. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that surprise me how political they get in this country, but the mask just blows my mind. Like, it's not even that big of a deal to wear it. And and it's like, well, what I just feel like people don't get, I'm, I'm ranting for a second, with the mask is like, it's about protecting others and then yourself. You know, wearing a mask is a big part of that. But then also, you know, the same exact people that don't want to wear a mask complain about, you know, I want to go to a restaurant. I want to go to, to fucking get my hair cut. Blah, 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 blah. I want to do all these things I used to do. But you can't do that if the cases get out of control because you're not wearing a fucking mask and other people aren't like it's also about keeping things potentially open so you can at least enjoy them even if it is in a limited capacity it's about protection and then keeping things open at the same time it's like what are you fucking doing i just don't understand
0: this makes me mad when i see this shit and, I mean, it's going to be to a smaller extent. Once there's a vaccine out there, you know there's going to be dumbasses who don't think they should get the vaccine because <laughs> oh, they're stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I-, I can see that,
1: too. Oh, I'm not getting that shot. They-, they, they uh, the government's trying to put a tracking chip in me. That's what they're doing. Oh, my God. This is wild. But, yeah. So, yeah, we, we just kind of went to a few places yesterday and, um... Got a lot of shit done around here. I today we were eating lunch, not not too long for this, and um, so on our front door we have like a, a wreath, and yeah. you know, eat, I mean, you were literally mm-hmm. here. Birds like to sit in it sometimes, and my oldest cat loves to go over and just sit at the door when she sees a bird in it or hears one, and. And it's not like she can do anything about it because, and even then, the, the wreath is, like, kind of high up. And it's not like she can, like, sit at the window and or sit at the glass portion and, like, hit it or whatever try to get the birds. She just sits there. But today, and, and you know how big she kind of is.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. She
1: literally, I shit you not, without running, jumped almost the entire height of the door. She jumped like at least six foot, six and a half foot vertically. I have never seen that in my entire life with her, or I've just never seen a cat jump that high. Period. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I was like, man, because she's kind of a big cat, and 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 she like didn't get a run or anything. She just bam straight up hit the fucking window. The birds went flying. It was it was quite a sight. It was hilarious Mm -hmm. to see.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) So yeah. All right. Well, uh, shit. I am. I'm tired. I'm not gonna lie. I am still tired from working 60 hours this week. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you know, maybe I, I, I don't want to spout too much out here, but maybe the 60 hour week shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Probably maybe that's not a healthy thing for uh, for for workers. But you know, shit. Yeah. I well, did, however, in some of my time off, manage to play some games. I don't know about you, Tyler. Yeah, I've played a couple things. Uh, I will say from the start, like, since we're not going to talk about the story stuff of The Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. I find it to be bad podcasting to not talk about a game while trying to talk about a game. It just <laughs> it feels like yeah. I'm not calling anyone out it's there. Weird. There's a lot of podcasts that have done this. But it's like, if you're not gonna talk about the thing that the game is known for, don't talk about the game. Mm-hmm. Sure, mention you're playing it, but it just—it's really frustrating when, like, just to hear it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. So, yeah, know, so know, I'm know going to limit to limit this to. Hey, I've been playing The Last of Us Part Two. I uh, I think I've put ten hours into it. So that that's about okay. where I'm at.
1: All right, cool, cool. I've only been able to put another four in from last week, so I'm about 13 hours in, um, which I think I'm getting towards about the halfway point. Um, and, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll talk a lot more in detail when we finish it. I will say, I just want to talk about the gameplay for a second. Yeah. Um, there are a few new enemy types, both human and infected, in this game. And they are all fucking horrifying to go oh, up yes. against. Yes, Have you went up against... Um, well, let, let me just back up. How many uh, new enemies have you seen? Because I don't want to spoil this eh. one enemy type if you have
0: not seen it. I saw the thing on, down in the train tunnels. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. I think that's that's the only really new thing. I okay. mean, I saw dogs. I didn't have to kill any dogs yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So
1: okay. So I won't say specifically what they are because I want you to run up against it. But there there is another type of infected beyond what you saw, and it is they are ten times more horrifying than anything in the fucking game to me, and they're like the the section you go through is very horror focused. Um, and very stealth focused, but these enemies just—I was like legitimately freaked out, and I was like, ah, like actually like yelling at the TV. It was—it's it, a pretty pretty cool section uh, that you go through. So so I think both types of infected are really really cool, and then um, there's like a another human faction you end up running into, and they are also. Horrifying to me uh, because of their tactics, and it kind of shows, I think the AI is pretty good in this game, at least so far, of kind of hunting you down, or, you know, sometimes it's kind of even a pain in the ass, the way they can very easily kind of shoot you um, and take you out, but yeah, I'll just say from a combat perspective, I am very much enjoying this game like it's 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 a definite improvement i think from the first game in terms of feeling like it's very similar still but in terms of what you can do how you can maneuver around the environment the ai the different types of enemies i just i'm really enjoying playing the game i'm also just the, the more, the further I get into it, the further, the more I like more of just the quiet moments of the game of just exploring and seeing things, reading notes, and, and, and all that is, that stuff's grown on me a lot too. So, but I won't, I, yeah, I won't talk about the story too much either because at least where I'm at, I have some thoughts in my mind, but I don't fully want to judge the game until I've seen it, because basically things have happened and dots aren't fully connected, and I'm like, okay, that's weird, but maybe those dots get connected. That's where I'll, I'll leave it with where I'm at. So
0: Okay. Yeah, going to keep chucking along with it. Awesome. Um, Anything else? else you've been playing?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Really, the, the only other thing of note um, that I've played, because... Friday... Yeah, I think it was Friday. I just did not feel like playing The Last of Us. Uh, even though, like, I really am trying to just focus on that game, I just was not in the mood for it. I'm like, I have a bunch of podcasts I want to listen to. I need something a little bit lighter in my life than The Last of Us because what I played through, I'm like, man, that was just... That was intense. Um, so I started the third DLC for Borderlands 3. Okay,
0: All right. And...
1: I think I've played maybe maybe hour and a half, 2 hours of it. Um not not too much. Um, and it's interesting so far. It's very Wild West themed with the locations that you, that it you're in. Um there's a big town that you kind of show up to right away, which seems interesting. I'm eager to get more into it. The characters seem pretty cool. Um as well, and so yeah, I'm just looking forward to playing a lot more of it. I did, I basically did the first story mission, and then just I got a bunch of side quests, so I just did probably, I think it was like four or five different side quests. And some of them are, they're, they're actually very funny. So playing that compared to the Last of Us, I was like, okay, I'm actually like kind of smiling playing this game in a way. And, um, like, like one of the quests that I did. It, they called it like Sardew Valley or something, in or Sordu Valley, and it was basically about uh, dinosaurs. But you're on a ranch, and so you have to do very like Stardew Valley farm things. And it was the the whole thing ended up being kind of funny uh, mm, in the end. Okay, so All right. it, fun little riff on it, but yeah, okay. I'll keep keep on playing that. Um, so, yeah, I think, other than that, that's all I've really played of significance this week. Mm, what about you? Okay.
0: Uh, well, I have continued to play Valorant and Apex. Those, those are my shooty games at the moment. Uh, really enjoying those. Uh, I did play some Hard Space ship breaker, which I learned is actually coming to PlayStation once it launches. Oh, okay. So, that's cool. Uh, yeah. How is um, the game? It is pretty cool. I am getting really good at cutting up these ships very quickly. Uh, it's it's a game about uh, salvaging ships and paying off your debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind kind of like a kind of like a job simulator, except your job is to take apart these ships and send the salvage to the right places. Like there's certain stuff you send to the furnace. There's other stuff you send to processing. And then other stuff you straight up send to the barge because it can be reused. Um, and, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's in zero-G. You're out there in a, in this kind of little space dock kind of area. Uh, you try to get into the ship to depressurize it. Sometimes the airlock doesn't work, and you have to be very careful about how you release the pressure because you don't want a ton of shit to fly out of the ship and hit you. Uh. Um yeah, finding those cut points, it's really it's really satisfying just to like take apart these ships. Like you start with this full full ass spaceship and you're just gutting it, and it, it's it's a lot of fun. Like it's it's very relaxing. I yeah, I, I'm having fun with it. It's an early access right now. Um, I'm not sure when it's slated to release, but hmm.
1: on on paper that doesn't sound like super exciting but it does, like, from what I've seen, I saw a little bit of gameplay out and stuff. It, it's, it does seem like it can be relaxing and a rewarding experience.
0: Yeah, and, like, it, there there, were, there are a lot of, like, sort of puzzles in the game, how you, like, get around certain hazards. Like, you're, you have to uh, clear a path so you can... So you can uh, get this uh, reactor to the barge before it explodes. (sighs) Um, Yeah, there's a reactor for every ship that you're you're dismantling, and that's the most valuable part of the ship. So you have to, for your salvage to be worth it, um, you have to manage to get that out there. And then there's, like, other stuff. There's electronics that you have to deal with. You have to... Like, if you're really smart about it, you'll take out the power core before you try to take the electronics out and salvage Ooh. those. Um, you have to be careful where you're cutting, because if you hit, like, a fuel line, you'll fucking explode the damn ship. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I, I'm having fun with it. It's it's my relax relaxation game of choice at the moment. Uh, kind of putting Elite Dangerous and American Trucks in on hold for the moment. Gotcha. Uh, That's cool. Sounds neat. Yeah. Uh, also have been putting a lot of time into Hades. Mm. I think I've played about seven hours of Hades. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this is a damn good game. Uh, it's from Supergiant, the makers of Bastion, Transistor, Pyre. Mm. Uh, and I'll tell you, this might be my favorite game from them. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's got the combat kind of like Bastion. Uh, with a whole bunch of new weapons uh it's a rogue like game you're going trying to do these runs to get out of uh, get out of hell and meet the other greek gods it's yeah it's 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 a Greek god um, kind of themed game uh you're the son of Hades trying to escape his realm and all the weapons are really cool The Greek gods are really cool they're really well uh portrayed. Uh, I like the illustrations they they've chosen to go with for those. Uh you're upgrading weapons, you're getting these blessings from the gods each run. Yeah, and the music fucking rips. Holy <laughs> shit. It's, it's like awesome. it, there are some there's some music in there that's like damn. This this could be in Doom. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Uh, so like metal. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's exactly metal, but gosh. Gotcha. It's it's really good and I I'm having a lot of fun with it. Hmm. Might be, might, it, it's supposed to hit 1.0 this year and it might be my game of the year. <laughs>
1: Whoa. Wow. All right. I might, I might yeah. check that out then. Yeah. It seems neat. It's, it is fantastic.
0: I just, I just unlocked the gun. They put a gun in this game. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, it's a very interesting weapon. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, very well. man, what else have I been playing? I don't think there's much else I've had time to play. Like, it's mostly Hades, The Last of Us, and those shooty games I mentioned earlier. And then occasionally some Shipbreaker. Uh, so... Yeah. That's, that's video games I've been playing. I guess it's time to get into the news. And it seems like the news just repeats itself every damn year. Yeah. Um, uh, because shit doesn't change. Um... Turns out there's a lot of fucking sex criminals in the goddamn in the game games industry and it keeps fucking happening. Like it's it's fucked up. Um but it's it goes from a range of things from uh like from abuse to outright sexual assault um and it's this shit hasn't gone away. I mean, it's been it goes quiet for a long time, but like Occasionally, you have uh, have times like these where a lot of people come out at once, and uh, they come out at once because they feel comfortable doing so. Uh, uh-huh. Because uh, if there's just a mass of these uh, allegations, like you're, the victims are less likely to be targeted s- and singled out. Um, but yeah, this this has happened across like all sorts of things, from like video game communities, to card games, to like people in the workplace, like executives and directors in the video game industry, it's a uh, yeah, It it is a widespread problem that has not gone away, but uh yeah, it's, it's important to address this um, a few companies have said they're addressing this stuff, I know uh, Ubisoft has uh has had the had cr- the creative director for um Assassin, the new Assassin's Creed step down. Um, Twitch has been banning some streamers who have been alleged to be uh, harassers, and it's yeah. It, there's a lot of stuff out here. Chris Avalone, as well, mm-hmm. the guy who seems to be writing on a shit ton of video games, also turns out to be a sleazy bastard. Very fucking getting women drunk and trying to sleep with them it's fucking disgusting um, yeah. and yeah the, the shit keeps happening and you know it something's got to change and it can't just be like firing a few people or freezing a few people out of work it's there. there's definitely some sort of problem some sort of institutional problem and it's not just video games it's not just games. It's not just the entertainment industry, though. It there is a certain leverage that the video that entertainment industries have is like, don't you want to be working in entertainment? That that right. that gets leveraged against uh, a lot of young people, and yeah, it's it's gross. I hate that it's happening, but it's it's good that. Some of this is getting highlighted, and hopefully, some real change happens to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Um, I'm not, I'm not too confident because it keeps happening. Like, no, it doesn't seem to be changing. I hope that it can change, but it's it's hard it's hard to believe that things will change when when these stories keep coming out year after year. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty pretty
1: uh, crazy and and turns out that uh, video game industry is a little slimy
0: <laughs> yeah and it's there, there are a lot of cultural problems with how this happens like a lot of a lot of the stuff keeps happening like for example a lot of uh, we've gone to uh, some conventions we've gone to PAX yep. I've gone to PSX a lot of the a lot of the places where people meet are in bars and i'm not saying alcohol is bad but alcohol can be used in ways that are fucking sleazy and they often are right and the fact that a lot of the places where a lot of young people go to network to get into these uh get into the industry is at these bars at these after parties that unfortunately a lot of these predators like to uh Stake out as their... As, uh... Where they like to commit their crimes. Yeah. And I will say... There are a lot of cool crimes out there. A lot of cool crimes. Sex crimes aren't the cool crimes, people. (laughs) Don't be a fucking sex criminal. That's, like, the fucking... One of the worst things you can be. Yeah. If you want to be a criminal, go... Do something like... Fucking tear down a statue or something. Property (laughs) damage is... Is not as bad a crime and in some cases a cool crime whereas sex crime is never a cool crime no. yeah yeah
1: I, I also I just I can't even it's just blows my mind of how someone could abuse someone or sexually assault them I just I can't even wrap my mind around why someone would ever want to do that it's just disgusting um and you know, just treat people with respect man it's just it just blows my mind man it, 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 but it's good that so many of these are coming out because you know these things can't continue and and I hope this does lead to some serious change uh for the industry um games industry just as much as we all love video games it certainly has a lot of problems uh it has a very Dark underbelly to it, um, whether you're talking about you know all the sexual harassment or or you know crunch culture and and things like that, there's certainly a lot of issues with the video game industry that needs to get cleaned up. Mm-hmm. and hopefully this this leads to really positive change. Um, I mean it's it's almost like too much to talk about every single one of these incidents that have come out because there's just been so many of them. Which is good that people are coming out. And and also, you know, it takes... I would imagine it would take a lot to come out because, you know, some of these people unfortunately might get away with some of this stuff and that's disgusting.
0: Yeah, and ultimately, like, people who are coming out, the the victims accusing these people have a lot more... They have a lot more to lose. To oh, like, absolutely, you can't like, you can't imagine that that someone going out to accuse someone is doing it for their own personal gain. It's not at all yeah. that. A lot of times, it's like coming out ruins your own life as well, which is a risk that they're choosing to take because these people deserve to be brought to justice, right? Um, and it, there is a real fear of retaliation, especially for young workers in 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 any work environment young workers have a lot to lose coming out and trying to speak up for themselves because they have the least amount of power uh-huh. in the, in these situations and they're seen it, i'm an, i'm not saying it's right they're they're often seen as expendable and hey you'll just get someone else to work there and it's yeah i It's hard for me to express how how angry I am that things are the way they are. But goddammit, I'm just pissed off that this is is where we're at still in the games industry. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. At all. Uh, I mean, another one, um, another, I guess, more high-profile one is the director of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Stepped down. Um, more of a marital thing, like more of a marital scandal. Um, basically, he was accused of being in a relationship with another woman, but lying about his marital status. That's something you don't do either. <laughs> it's just crazy. But yeah, he's, he has stepped down from the project. Seems like. He's still, I guess, an employee at Ubisoft and taking more of a leave of absence, but he will not be on. He will not be on the game as it comes to the finish line. For that one, yeah, yeah it's just gross. I, it's just yeah, gross. I,
0: <laughs> and I, I'd encourage y'all out there to listen to the people that are accusing, accusing these. Uh, Members of the video game industry, I, yeah, you you just gotta, for for my part, I, I I think you gotta believe the victims because there there's no real reason to come out and just uh-huh. like, it it's and and lie about this stuff. Like some people come out and tell the truth, and the person who's accused just fucking gets off scot free, like. It's not like they're out there to ruin their lives. They very rarely ruin someone's life by coming out and accusing them of of sexual assault. Like, a lot of the time, it just gets fucking brushed under the rug. You, do you remember, like, I mean, currently, Naughty Dog kind of just brushed away a sexual assault allegation because their HR department didn't get a report.
1: Yeah, I do. I do remember that.
0: They they just brushed it off as, hey, we didn't hear anything about this, so it obviously must have not happened.
1: Yeah. Which, it, that's it, not the way you go. Yeah, and it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that also happened at um, IGN with some of their former leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some reports there, and they didn't act on them at all, which I don't know why you would. That's just ridiculous, especially if you are
0: a manager and that's your job. It, yeah, I mean. I mean come on. <laughs> it's just crazy. Part of the problem is that, like, management, HR, they're all on the side of the company. And, like, I, without a union to protect the workers, HR and management are going to protect the company 100% of the time. HR just is, is there to make sure that things don't boil out of control. And, and they'll provide cover for the company if they need to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Yeah, I, there, there's this false perception out there that HR is out there to help the worker, where they're really out there to protect the risks of things happening in the workplace and trying to cover for those and make sure that the company doesn't suffer for it. Right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... I have uh, I have already voiced, and I I still voice an opinion that video games industry needs to form some sort of workers union to help them navigate this because it's it's hard for any individual to go out there and affect change. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just almost impossible because it's you're going up against like a lot of money. There's a lot of money in the games industry and a lot of interest to keep that money flowing. So, it's... Yeah. It... I hope that, uh, especially in in the weird time we live in, like, where, like, it, it's just bizarre Then workers have more power than they normally do because they're being asked to work from home, and, like, you know, you have a lot more power when you're not going into... in into a building owned by the company to work. It's like you, you you are your own boss to a certain extent when you're working from home. Mm-hmm. Um definitely. And and you have a lot more power over like what you can and can't do. Uh so yeah, I hope I hope that in this moment that uh g- games industry workers find a way to uh negotiate more uh more terms to help help you know solve some of these problems with like the way these companies are structured the way that power dynamics work out and it yeah yeah
1: also uh, just don't be a shithead
0: yeah don't don't be don't be a shithead don't be an abusive asshole like it's it's not like this isn't fucking rocket science like be a decent human being uh mm-hmm. yeah all right. Well. I think we've had enough of that, but uh I think on the same page of AAA game development, um there Sean Layden has left uh l- left Sony for what? A few months now? Yeah. What what, what is it? 4 or 5 months he's yeah. been gone. Mhm. Uh and he's come out to talk A little bit about AAA games development, and you know, he has an opinion that things have to change because, uh, here, I'll just take a quote here. Uh, the problem is that with the model is just it's not sustainable. Explain that current generation development costs between 80 and 150 million, excluding marketing costs. Uh, and yeah, it's, yeah, the budgets of these games are just so fucking huge, and these games are getting so damn long, and it, yeah, it's, and it's getting harder to, uh, have a $60 price, price point for games. Yeah. So. I mean, games
1: have been $60 for two generations in a row now, mm-hmm. and I just, especially with what is possible on these next generation of consoles, I... I just, I cannot see the games being at $60 uh, anymore. I mean, he's not wrong. Um, it's either you raise the price of the games or the games themselves change. And like he kind of pointed out of like, what does a 15 hour game look like in the next generation? What, what if you do a, a, you know, just a decent length 15 hour adventure You know, I I think games need to explore that a lot more um, because this generation we've seen, like especially with open world games, I mean they just get so fucking long. I mean, look at Red Dead Two or Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's crazy how long those games are, Mm. Um, and probably how very expensive they are. And you know, as as gamers and consumers, we also don't like microtransactions in our experience either so if games keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then the the base price doesn't change i can see those microtransactions becoming more and more of a thing potentially
0: and that that would suck too yeah uh you know another part of this is overly paid ceos do you yeah. you know, you understand, like, how much executives fucking make in this industry. Maybe that's a source uh, of maybe the problem. Like, they keep, like, you hear stories that, like, hear these stories about fucking crunch and all that shit, and, like, how they fucking need to work longer hours to get, get the game done faster because they're running out of money. Well, the reason they're running out of money is because they fucking have to pay out these huge-ass bonuses Uh-oh. to CEOs who whose job is unclear other than to maybe make a decision here or there. Like, they don't fucking suffer these fucking months and months of crunch, but they get paid the most and on the backs of a lot of developers who don't get, who probably don't get paid what they're really worth. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah,
0: it's... A lot of the problem with AAA development, I feel, is just, like, the structure of how, like, how studios, like, pay, like, what, what the budget, where the budget allocation goes. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's all those stories that came out, what, last year, two years ago, about, like, how much um, Bobby Kodak from Activision makes And then, Mm -hmm. like, when they brought on a new executive, he got, like, some crazy-ass marketing bonus. Or uh, not marketing bonus, just signing bonus. And then they laid off 800 people that same year when they had record numbers. It's like, eh, none of that makes sense, man. None of that makes sense at all. Um, So, yeah, that's definitely a a piece of it to me. But I, I also, I just think of, like... I don't know, just taking some, like, recent Sony exclusives like Horizon or Last of Us 2, God of War, whatever. Those worlds are very detailed, especially, um, I mean, The Last of Us 2 kind of blows my mind with the detail they went to. And you imagine that on a next-gen machine that you can do even more with has higher-quality textures. Like, that's got to be... An enormous thing, and, and you really have to uh, kind of cut it off at a point. And just like decide, like this is how far we're going because it's just going to get ridiculously out of control. And, and hopefully, hopefully they can keep these things under control. I mean, I'll be honest with you: if games went up in price, I'd, i I, I, I'd be willing to pay more money for certain games for sure. And I just think games moving forward, they, they really just have to explore things a lot more. Because um, there's some games out there like I would gladly have paid more than $60 for at launch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I And also, like, maybe some of these games are too long. Oh, 100%. You know what? I would like The Last of Us Part 2 to have already been over, like, 10 hours in. I was like, I would have loved to have played a 10-hour Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> Yeah,
1: oh, It's kind of mind-blowing how long that game is. And it's just like, what? How? And why? But, I uh, guess we'll see in the end if it's working or not. But, mm-hmm. uh, but like, I-, I think about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. No fucking w- way that game needed to be as long as it is. And I love that game. But mm-hmm. that game is way too fucking long. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It was awesome to be in that world for 100 hours. But, just definitely did not, not need to be a hundred hours long. Um, no, not really. and I, I can just imagine, like, you know, Valhalla potentially, or even the next one after that. Just and knowing Ubisoft, I mean, they they just go to town on this shit, and they are definitely part of the problem of games getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and, bigger, and the expectations really growing, especially on the open world end. And I just. I can't even imagine what their games are going to be like in these next generation consoles. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's... Yeah. I... yeah, I have always... Well, as an adult, I've always wished for games to be shorter. I, I'm sure oh, yeah. if you don't have yeah. any real responsibilities, like, long games are fucking awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was literally the other day thinking about, like, this fall...
1: And I was like, there's Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, Baldur's
0: Gate 3, which will be at least in Early Access. And, and hey, Tyler, I I heard something. That game is going to be co-op from the start. So. Oh,
1: sweet, sweet, sweet. So all we'll right. be able to do that. Sweet, yeah. that'd be all, That's going to be awesome. Um, so you have those two, but then Cyberpunk, if that still oh, comes out this year. Fun. And it's like, just between those three games is probably 300 hours. <laughs> like straight yeah, up. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that doesn't include some of the other games that are definitely going to be coming out that I'm curious of, and it's like holy moly, just between those three games you can be playing all fucking year.
0: How are you going to find time for Crash Bandicoot 4? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to have to find the time though. It's real. Uh we got we got an official trailer. Uh it looks like a Crash Bandicoot game, man.
1: Yeah, like more of an old-school game uh, in the uh, sense of the original trilogy.
0: Yeah, it's being made by Toys for Bob. Uh, I think they did the Spyro games, the remasters of those. Mm
1: -hmm. And and Vicarious Visions did the remasters of the Crash trilogy, so I really thought that they would have developed a new game, but regardless... Maybe they're busy.
0: (laughs) yeah, Yeah, who knows
1: what they're working on.
0: Oh. uh but yeah it looks good uh for one of those i just wonder if i'll enjoy it this kind of game again i don't know yeah I,
1: i'm definitely like i'm very excited about this i think it looks fun and and I like that it's more of an old school game in terms of its design mixing in potentially some newer stuff like i saw you can like grind rails and all that stuff i'm like okay this could be cool i do like the kind of redone art as well i think some of the characters look pretty cool um yeah yeah, but i i am also as a huge crash bandicoot fan curious how much i like this game because i i you know i loved insane trilogy but there's definitely you know nostalgia thrown in there Yeah. yeah of why i liked it so much and why I still like those games, you know, those were like the games that I grew up playing. Everybody grows up playing Mario. I grew up playing Crash, and so I'm very excited about this. But I, I too am am like I'm, I'm wondering how much nostalgia plays in into this. But I hope this game's good. I really, really do. I, I mean, I I don't know how much did you play some of the Crash games like post Naughty Dog era.
0: Uh, I played one of the uh, one of the cart games. I forget what it was called exactly, but it was on GameCube. There was this fucking Crash Racing game. I don't know.
1: Um, yeah, they did make another Crash um, uh, Crash game, Nitro
0: Kart. Yeah, that's the one I played. That yeah, is, I, and then there was
1: also Tag Team Racing as well. It was that okay? One. Which I don't. I think I definitely played Nitro Kart and liked it, but not as much as um, the original CTR. And I, I'm not sure if I ever played Tag Team Racing. I, I might have, but I remember playing. Oh, I'm trying to find find the title Crash Twin Sanity.
0: Hmm. I'm
1: pretty sure that was basically Crash Four. Like the real Crash 4 And it okay. was okay they, they they changed They changed things a little bit Now I remember liking it but not loving it I also remember playing um, Crash The Wrath of Cortex I think Was another one and mm-hmm. that one was okay Like the the games post Naughty Dog era were fine But they just didn't have the magic um, So I really hope this game Has the magic I Really do Yeah it also makes me curious. Like, like, is a new Spyro game coming out next year?
0: Maybe. Well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I like a lot of these old characters. I'm just not sure if they need new games. Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess we'll we'll definitely find out in October with this one.
0: Yeah, we will. Uh before then though we'll we'll have some announcements from Square Enix. They said they will announce some new games in July and August. Yeah. Uh I I don't know what they could announce that would get me excited other than maybe a new Final Fantasy. But that would be that would be both really foolish but so them to announce a Final Fantasy that isn't going to release until the end of the next console cycle. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree. I, I don't I don't fully know what they'll announce
1: either. Um I could maybe see um are they publishing Babylon's Fall? I from think Platinum? so. Yeah. So I could see them maybe giving a date to that or at least showing off way more of it. Um I can also maybe see them showing off the new game from um their JRPG oh, studio. Okay. Was it Tokyo RPG Factory? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that studio is just like constantly cranking stuff out. I could see that being announced. But in terms of like major stuff, I don't know. Because I mean, Chris. Even thing about their Western is like Crystal's working on Avengers. Um, I know Montreal. I don't know what they would be working on because they just put out Tomb Raider not too long ago. Deus Ex is on hold.
0: A new just cause. Oh
1: boy. Uh, are people really excited about a new just no, cause? No, they aren't. <laughs> but they'll make one. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess. Hmm. Maybe they'll show up that fucking Kingdom Hearts game. God. Uh, no. Not all. Right. But yeah, I, I don't know what they're announcing either, but I'm excited.
0: How excited are you for Marvel's Avengers after seeing what they put out?
1: Hmm. Okay,
0: did you watch any of this? I've I've watched some clips. Okay.
1: Uh, I really, I only watched, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I just watched the, the gameplay portion that they showed off. This is probably, like, the biggest budget game that just looks all right that I've ever seen. Um, hmm. Like, <laughs> okay. like, even after watching it, I, I, I was just so torn. I'm like, this honestly looks very repetitive. It doesn't look overly exciting to me. But I can also see me playing it and just probably enjoying it, at least, and thinking it's all right to just, like, zone out and beat the shit out of dudes as, as Thor or Iron Man. Um, It's like the story doesn't seem to really be exciting to me either. From what they're, they're showing. And, yeah, so they showed off a lot of gameplay with Thor, um, specifically, and how you can kind of not only just fly around as Thor and use his, his cool abilities, use the lightning and all that stuff, but then even team up with the other Avengers, um, with some special moves, and then you have, like, these, like, ultimate moves that you can do, which seem to kind of wipe shit out, uh... But then they also went into more detail about... Like, there's there seems like there's a big, pretty big skill tree, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, every game has a fucking skill tree. Spider-Man had a skill tree. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I just don't want, and I'm so curious how it works out, because in my head I'm like, this just doesn't mix, is, like, having gear and gear scores for these characters. I'm like, what the fuck? I just don't understand that aspect of it. And I hope it works out. But, like, straight up, like, they were hovering over pieces of gear that straight up, the text and everything looked like it was straight out of Destiny. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this this piece of armor is gear score 38 for Iron Man. That's weird. That's just very weird to me. Um, but then they... They showed off, I guess, some of the kind of, I guess, there's going to be like a hub. And then almost Destiny style, there's a map. And then there's this mission, that mission, that mission, that mission. It'll tell you a power level and then you just go in and do all these different missions. Um, That's kind of how the campaign works. And then they also showed off um, the multiplayer aspect to it, the more live service aspect to it. To where you're doing a bunch of different missions with with other players. There's different vendors that will just give you different gear, different rarities, all that. That you have to keep checking into. Very much like Destiny. And I'm like, I don't know how this will work. And that's the part that honestly gets me like... I'm not excited for it. Like, all I fucking want... Out of an Avengers game is basically what we saw with Insomniac, Spider-Man, but Avengers. Like, let me play as different Avengers. Maybe make an open world that's not overly big. Um, kind of like Spider-Man's world. And just have a cool story. That's all I give a shit about. I don't need need all of this different stuff, man. And I hope it works. I, I really hope it does, but I don't know. Even the gameplay just doesn't seem super duper exciting.
0: Yeah. Right now for me that's that's one I'm gonna skip. I don't I don't think I need to play a Marvel's Avengers game. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean I I'm so
1: curious about it, I might might play it. Um it does come out the same day as Tony Hawk
0: pro skater. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think so. I think I I, I know what my choice is there. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both know what the better game probably is
1: going to be, but The one I'm way more curious about is this game, just to see how it pans out. So, I don't think their stream got me more excited for this game. Like, I'm still kind of at the same level as I was.
0: You still think it's going to be a pretty good-selling game?
1: (laughs) I do. I do. It's Even if it is
0: just okay? Yeah, I do.
1: I I think it'll sell well. It's Marvel and it's Avengers. People want that shit. Especially right now.
0: Do they though? Do yeah. they want it? There I hasn't think so. been there hasn't been a fucking Avengers thing in forever.
1: Yeah, but I think like I'm itching for a Marvel movie. I'll be honest with you. Okay. I'm all itching right. for Black Widow.
0: Okay. All right. I'll, I'll believe you. Um. Mm. All right. Well, I don't believe you'll finish Cyberpunk 2077 this year. Just looking at what they showed. I think this game is going to be too big.
1: Oh, this game is going to be fucking insane. How big it is.
0: God. So, Uh, did you watch this? I watched what I could. I had to leave uh, in the middle of it. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I I watched some of it. It's... You know what? I think I might like this game. It might... Piss me off in certain places, but I think overall I'm going to enjoy Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah,
1: I think I'm I'm definitely going to enjoy it. But good,
0: and I think I think I'm also good. I don't need to see more of this game. Yeah, same. I'm I'm like ready for it. I, I I
1: have liked what I have seen, and then what they showed off today. Or not today. I actually watched Night City Wire today. What they showed off earlier in the week. Um, I was like, wow. They have went into some serious detail with a lot of this stuff. Not only, like... The city just looks completely insane. Of how much detail and how alive it feels. Um, I just hope the game runs well when you're in the city. Yeah, but that whole brain dance thing that they showed off was complicated. And kind of crazy, and yeah, it's- I'm like, whoa, dude! Like, I I just didn't expect an aspect of of, of uh, this game to be that. I guess I should have known because that's very like, it's very cyberpunk, very futuristic technology sort of stuff. But what they showed off just seemed very complicated, and this game just seems huge. And, and then they you know they also showed off, which I didn't even know. Like, I thought the whole game was in this city. And now there's this whole outdoor area called the Badlands. I'm like, holy shit, how much fucking shit is there to do out there, too?
0: <laughs> yeah. There's Yeah, this game is going to be way too big. Uh, you know what? I'm not convinced this is coming out this year. <sighs> Man. You, you,
1: you know, seeing it more reading um, impressions that, you know, other... Games media have put up I I almost can see it if it gets pushed again, and to be honest with you, I'd be okay with it, but this game just seems huge. I cannot believe I cannot uh, wrap my mind around how big of an undertaking this game probably is to polish
0: and make sure everything is just good to go. How are they okay, how are they only charging sixty dollars for this? <laughs> I know it,
1: it, when, when you when you get into pricing, like I would pay more for Cyberpunk. Um, I don't know how they're going to charge just sixty dollars for it either. Um, that's just crazy. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have plenty of time between now and when this releases, uh, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, yeah and, and even if this doesn't hit this year, there, like you said earlier, there's plenty to play this year.
1: Yeah, I, I've, I forget I was watching something and someone kind of compared um, some of the, I guess, character things you can do and all that to Divinity in a way of just how, like how detailed it is, and I really hope that's true because them saying that got me super duper excited. Just you know, with playing Divinity. I want all my RPGs to be like that, but I know that's ridiculous because then they're all 200 hours long. But... <laughs> but still, it's exciting. Also, are you excited about Cyberpunk Edge Runner, the anime, coming to Netflix? Are you excited about a cyberpunk anime? You're an anime guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I find time to watch it, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. I I already have plenty of anime to watch. They're adding another fucking thing to that list. How dare they? Mm. (laughs) Uh,
1: Being made by Studio Trigger, have they made anything of note that you know of? Yes,
0: they are like one of the most popular anime studios. Oh, okay. Very cool. If not the most, I think they are the most popular anime studio. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, we've also got some news about Tokyo Game Show. They have a 2020 online event that they are doing. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's one of those online events. They're going to show some videos.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things keep going, man. There's so many of them now, but yeah. The, uh, September the 23rd were... to 27th is the, Tokyo Game the, Show. The online.
0: Olympics were supposed to be in Tokyo. The Olympics, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> they aren't happening. Nope. So yeah, uh, shit. I guess we'll yeah we'll see some Japanese video games. I s- just from hmm, okay, yeah. Just from what I know about some Japanese video games coming out this year, this might be a fun watch. We'll s- yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean thankfully since it's just going to be videos I won't really care that I watch it live or not because that shit happens at weird ass hours for us Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, but yeah Uh, we have let's see one more I guess two more stories here Uh, Tales of Arise Arise, has been delayed with no new release date um, from the Tales franchise those JRPGs anime as hell, uh... Yeah, we'll see. I mean... yeah, they, This uh, has to be related to COVID-19? Of course yeah. it's related to COVID-19, because you know, people have to work from home, and that makes some processes a little bit more difficult.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so delayed because of coronavirus, but they also are just delaying it because they need more time, because apparently the game doesn't look very good, which is kind of wild to say. Mm. Um... But, hey, it'll it'll come out when it comes out. People will be excited about it. Alright.
0: It's not like well, there's
1: nothing else to play right now, either.
0: You could play real-life Bug Bounty Hunter?
1: Yeah. If you could.
0: Pl- PlayStation has announced a Bug Bounty program where they're uh, asking people to find bugs and report them and show show how they, how they work. Uh, critical vulnerabilities for the PlayStation 4 have bounty starting at fifty thousand dollars. Wow! Uh, this is part part of uh, they've partnered with the hacker One, with Hacker One. Um. Which yeah, I mean, if you want to go participate, go visit that that Hacker One site and uh, yeah, go find some bugs on, on the PlayStation firmware.
1: Yeah. I think this is, this is cool, um, but it's also interesting that the company that got hacked big time is wanting people to hack their shit.
0: hmm
1: <laughs> I just think that's a funny thing, but makes sense. But it's also really late in the PS4's life cycle to be doing this, if you ask me. Yeah. But hey, gotta find the important stuff.
0: Uh, We don't have new games this week, but there is a sale. Uh, That article I linked just has another link to the PlayStation Store page where there's all these games on sale. I'm just scrolling through some of them. Uh, Okay. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition is $15. Come on, y'all. Come on. $15 for what's probably at least 150 hours of your life <laughs> yeah
1: definitely I love that game um, Red Dead 2 is $36 which talk about a lot of game there as well
0: mm-hmm. oh, Assassin's holy. Creed Odyssey is $15
1: wow wow
0: you spent about like 4 or 5 months straight just talking about Assassin's <laughs> Creed Odyssey <laughs> on this podcast I
1: know I know Assassin's <laughs> Creed Origins is 14 bucks. that game is also huge Division uh, yes. 2, Warlords of New York, uh, new expansions on sale for 20 bucks.
0: Skyrim Special Edition and Fallout 4 Game of the Year bundle, $32.
1: Mm. Dude, I really thought about buying Skyrim again on PC. I thought about it, but I didn't do it.
0: Okay, all right, all right. Let's <laughs> see how long you
1: resist. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right? Um, Hitman, Game of the Year Edition. 12 bucks. I guess that's just the first one. And then Middle of or Middle Earth Shadow of War Definitive Edition is 18 bucks. I've had a weird itch to play this game. Um, mm-hmm. Only because I've been re watching all of the Middle Earth themed movies. Oh. Um, so I watched all of the Lord of the Rings movies and I've watched the first two Hobbits again. So I only have to watch the last one again. I've just really been. Itching to revisit those movies. So now I'm like itching to play a video game in it, but I don't know, I'm resisting for now because I have so many other things to play.
0: Yeah, there, there, there's the Lord of the Rings MMO if you want to play that.
1: Yeah, that's true. Lord of the Rings online. Uh, Civ 6 expansion bundles, $38. Dead Cells, seventeen fifty. Wow. Nice. Dishonored the Complete Collection is $18. Gets you every Dishonored game. That's awesome. Mm.
0: Wow. Let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, there's a lot of games, a lot of Japanese games here. Uh, uh-huh. I've heard good things about Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus from some of my, some of my Twitter people I follow. That's $12 normally a $60 game.
1: Nice. Um, let's see here, Stellaris console edition's 24
0: bucks. You like that game? Oh yeah, Stellaris is great. But yeah, there's a huge sale happening right now on the PlayStation store, the mid-year yeah. deals sale. Go out there and check out some of these deals. Buy some games if you want. Yeah. They're cheaper now. They won't they won't stay these prices forever. No. Buy now while you have the chance. Uh but yeah. That's uh that's the news. Um shit. When is Ubisoft Forward again? That's that's July. July's coming up. July twelfth. We get okay, Ubisoft forward
1: and um, really curious when that Microsoft event happens.
0: Oh yeah. Just want to see what they're doing. Mhm. Damn. When it oh, shit. I I need to look this up. When is Yakuza Seven coming out?
1: I don't know. Not to, not sure. I assume this year.
0: Um, yeah, I mean cause... it. It was supposed supposed to come out this year. Yeah. It came out in Japan in January. Yeah, um,
1: I know they're saying it's a Series X launch game, so maybe around that time. Oh man, I don't know if it I would want come it now. Yeah, I don't know if it would come earlier to PS4 or anything. But I wonder if I could that just game... import the Japanese version. <laughs> I did watch that game um, during IGN's um, summer gaming thing. That game looks goofy as hell looks fun.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week, unless you have anything else for us. No, I do not. All right, then. In that case, if you have any questions for us out there, dear listeners, you can send them to us a couple of ways. One way is via email at playstationreport.com. Not playstationreport.com. That's not a real website. Or if it (laughs) is, I should go get it. Uh, it's playstationreport PlayStation report at gmail.com oh no wait no that isn't the right pod. hmm PS report
1: Tyler, Podcast.
0: I'm, yes ps report podcast <laughs> is the twitter is it playstation report podcast at gmail.com yes you know maybe I could just uh open it up here <laughs> just uh just see for a moment. It's playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com. Send your emails there. That's the place you send them. You can tweet at us at psreportpodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at PluggedOnVids. Give us ratings, reviews. Share us with your friends. Every little bit helps. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to go do other stuff uh, that isn't podcasting. You'll hear about. It. We didn't even talk about. It. We played some Divinity also. Oh yeah, we, we're yeah. going to. Con- we're, we're continuing to play Divinity. Yeah, um, we explored that Blood f- Moon Island. Oh, oh my God! That great. place is gross. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have to find a way to uh, get rid of this. This yes weird spirit thing that possesses every everything. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, we're going to continue to do that. But until next week. Y'all out there, be good to each other, play your video games, and smell you later.